go. Welcome to episode number five of the Basketball Card Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Gray, the 27 guy. I'd like to start this episode by apologizing. I made a commitment to you all last week to um, figure out (laughs) how to put my music in the podcast and to um, figure out the software to have guests and made one last. Oh, yeah. Uh, commitment uh, to uh, to get the show on iTunes, and I did none of those things. It was our family vacation uh, this weekend. We just got back, and so I have not had any time to do those things. My sincerest apologies, but those things are all on the horizon. We're going to make this thing awesome, I promise, and thank you for those of you who are listening. And um, Yeah, I know there's only a few of you. It's not like there's a ton, but uh, I hope that this is... I hope that it's fun for you, and for those of you who I've promised uh, to do an an episode with, um, that's what I'm actually most excited about, uh, is to give you all an opportunity to kind of communicate, not just in the forum way that we usually do, but also uh, through audio, through a podcast. So anyway, apologies for, for messing up that this week. I'm making the commitment again right now. Uh, next Monday, I want to be able to give you guys clear answers on those three things. So, um, this episode uh, shall be called The Eminence Podcast, and it's something that I've tried to stay away from so far in our first few episodes, um, as I think I'm known right now on the guy, as the guy on Blowout, who is the one guy who really likes the product, which is funny. Um, I I think it's funny that I've been painted that way. I, I don't think that I'm I don't love the product the way that I, I've been painted to love it, but I am um, willing to say where I think things are good and where things aren't good. <coughs> In the beginning, I requested certain things um, from Panini as far as what I wanted out of their new super ultra high-end product, and the new super ho- ultra high-end product Eminence had literally none of those things, and so to be clear, it's not what I wanted. Um, but it is, um, sorry, it is, um, a lot of things that I didn't anticipate being so good. And so I do want to talk about some of those things today, both pros and cons, um, as well as where I see the product, uh, where it is and where I think it's going and those types of things. The other thing that I want to make clear, um, in the beginning is that I did invest in some sealed cases, um, this will be the first time publicly that I admit that not only did I um, invest in some sealed cases, but I actually moved them this week. Um, that's not something I anticipated doing, but I had an opportunity to land an item that I really, really wanted. And so I traded some cases for uh, for something. And you'll all see what that is here in the coming couple, in the next couple, uh, couple of weeks. So... Um, be on the lookout for that. There's a little teaser for you. Uh, I won't won't say what what it is until uh, until I've gotten that in the mail. So um, I do still have one case that I purchased for a coworker uh, that uh, I told him that I thought it was a decent investment, and <laughs> we'll find out if I'm right or not. But um, so there is one more one more case still available, but that's not mine. Mine are gone. Um, so you know I'm not. Um, not really in a situation at this point where I really feel any sort of need to try to pump up the product. Um, 
I'm an unbiased person in, at this at this point, and I try to always be that. I try to always sort of give what I really think and what I really feel, and not just say what I what I think will benefit the the value of what I hold. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, but at, at this point, I literally don't have any cases that are mine, and so what I say about the product is really what I think about the product, and you can uh, now you can know that knowing that I don't hold any. So let's start with things that I like. Actually, let's start with things that I don't like. Um, I think they're probably pretty similar to most of what you guys, uh, what I've what I've heard mentioned. Some of them, some of the ink is terrible. Um, people have said that the gold ink cards are terrible. I don't think that's true. I think most of them look really, really good. But um, there is a percentage of them, and it's higher than we'd like it to be. It's probably between fifteen and twenty-five percent that are not good like really smeared smudged um runny and runny is probably not the right term they run together maybe that is the right way to say it the the one that comes to mind is um on a th on a thread when it first came out there was a dominique wilkins olympic autograph that just looked awful because it's so thick um it's hard though because in some ways i really like that it's that it's thick and bold and nice and different um, you're not going to have the same problem that you have on some of the old autographs of yesteryear that have faded in the light. I mean, this is beautiful gold ink that's going to stay there. And so there there are some pros, but there are certainly some cons there. Um, there's also some serious issues with the casing of the cards. That I probably, again, 15 to 25% of the cases are, are have serious scratching on them. And by serious, I mean not like, you know the average kid who has a card in a case and brings it to a card show and it's just hammered but it's an it's a new um it's a new one touch holder and i think we i think it's fair for collectors to say look panini we just spent basically 7 or 800 dollars a card on this product and you're going to give us something in scratched cases i don't think that's acceptable and i don't know if they need to put a team bag around them or whatever but it needs to get to the collector in better case in a, in a better in better shape the cards are so thick. I think they're 360 point. Um, the cards are so so thick that, that a good percentage of them have serious issues when it comes to corners. And um, that's pretty typical of of the ultra, you know, high-end, high-end, ultra-thick stuff. Immaculate, the last couple of years, has had similar issues. A couple of years of the Exquisite had similar issues. Um, it's just kind of what comes along with the, with the super thick cardstock in the cutting process. You have some issues, and especially when it comes to the edges and the corners. Um, and so I kind of can give them a little bit of a pass on that. And especially where there's a lot of black borders, that makes it even especially difficult. Uh, those are some of the things that I really don't like. Another thing that I really don't like, and this is a big personal preference thing, is I wanted two things out of Eminence. I wanted dual logo man autos. Nope. And clearly the best rookie card for players. Nope. In fact, the only rookies in the set are um, Jabari Parker and Andrew Wiggins. They're both in the ba base set. Nikola Miritich is in a couple of the other sets, but his he doesn't even have a base card. So you really only have two rookies. And if I, I think I'm, I'm saying this correctly, I think Beckett doesn't even have them listed as rookies. So it's funny because when the product was released, you had... A lot of people saying, hey, look at Panini trying to milk this year for all it's worth, 2014-15, milking the rookie class. And then the rookies came out, and none of them were in there, or very few of them were in there. 
I think there are a lot of people who would have loved to see Zach Levine or I would have loved to seen Rodney Hood and Dante Exum, but they weren't in the product. And I think the reason that they did that is I think they're aware that they can easily cannibalize their other products. Um, their other brands. And there's no reason to cannibalize National Treasures and Flawless and, and Immaculate unless you really have to. And so I think by not not putting a ton of rookies in there, they didn't cannibalize it. Um, and the Andrew Wiggins stuff actually hasn't sold terribly well. Um, the average silver logo man auto has sold for about $1,800. Um, there hasn't been a base rookie sold at open auction yet. Um, I know what I picked mine up for, and I know that there were two that were listed at Buy It Now that sold pretty immediately within a couple of hours for $1,500 or $1,550. Um, so... I don't know what the what the real value is there. I kind of think it's worth more than fifteen hundred. I think whoever picked those up, not me, uh, got a got a pretty good deal on those. But then again, I am biased because I do own one and I am putting together the base set, which we'll get to in a sec. Um, the no dual logo man thing is a total bummer. Dual logo man auto. I've been asking for this for like a couple of years now, and I can't help but wonder. If Panini's just holding stuff back so that they can sell more super high-end stuff in the future, and that pretty, I mean, that ticks me off. They could have put together some awesome stuff this last few years. There's no reason that we can't have a Kevin Durant, Kobe Bryant, dual logo man, dual autograph. A Russell Westbrook, Kevin Durant, a Kobe Shaq, a Stockton Malone, um, a Bird Magic. Some of these combos would be amazing, and we're talking about some cards that would be easily in the five figures, and I think those of us who are super high-end I don't want to put myself in that category, but uh, those out there that are super high-end were looking for that sort of thing and are wondering where it is because it's not like it's impossible to create and it's not like people haven't been asking for it. And I felt like, you're kidding me, you've got a $5,900 product and you don't have that? That's a ridic That's ridiculous to me. And I, I don't think it's okay and I think they, you know, they again need to be held accountable for that. Having said that, let's get to the good. Every card's numbered to 10 or less. And there's not a ton of parallels. There's a card to 10, to 5, and to 1 in most cases. And in some cases, there's not there's not even all of those. In some cases, it's to 5 and to 1. Um, there are a lot of different sets. There's a lot of silver. <laughs> there's a lot of silver ounce cards, and I think that has some people confused. You know, there's a champion set and an MVP fine, or a, an MVP set and, um, you know, bunch of different things and I, I think that has people confused but number to 10 is good a base set number to 10 I think is awesome and it's no secret that I'm trying to put that set together um, I'm about 20 cards in at this point there are 50 cards in the set so still have a long way to go but they average well over a hundred dollars and um, so it's obviously not a not a super easy task to put that together there are some cards that I haven't even seen one of yet um, that might not be true. I think, actually, the last one I've seen, I saw one of earlier last week. So, on the way, but it, it's reminiscent of Flawless and trying to put that set together, that rookie set together. Um, but 50 cards is an awful lot when there's 10 of each. An individual could easily say, hey, I'm going to buy up all of the Shaquille O'Neal's, for example, and make it impossible to put together a set. Um, that's an awesome thing, though. I also... I do like the metal cards. They're not my favorite. Um, I, I think it's a cool concept. I think it would have been interesting if those were the base set. Um, 
But oh, but let me go back to the base set real quick. Base set's black bordered. It's got awesome foil on it. It's just as thick as all of the other cards. Number to ten. I think there's about twenty five active players and about twenty five legends. That number might be slightly off, just kind of a guesstimate, but based on kind of what I've seen, I think that's about right. Um, the gold version of the base set, I think, looks really, really good, but there aren't people putting together that set, and so that set has actually been selling for lower than the regular set has in most situations. Um, that's pretty much it on the base set. The Andrew Wiggins, is, like I said, is the, the rookie along with Jabari Parker, but since there aren't all the rookies, or at least the majority of the rookies, I think most people haven't really focused on that as the rookie card. And I don't think Beckett even calls it the, ba the rookie card, which to my knowledge is kind of weird. Every time you have a base set and you've got players in it that are rookies, typically those are rookie cards. So I'm not really sure how they're not calling that a rookie card, but they are the, uh, they are the experts and I am the novice. So what do I know here? Um, okay, other things we like. Going back to the silver cards. Um, it's just cool. It's different, and it's cool, and it's an ounce of silver, and an ounce of silver is worth something like 15 bucks. I know, it's cheap. But uh, I think most of them look pretty good. Um, some of them, you've got, this, again, the smeared ink on, but I think, I mean, tons of foil. It's interesting. You spend a lot of time looking at that, and then going back and looking at Flawless, and I don't know. I mean makes everything else look kind of plain um it's one of the reasons that i kind of have gravitated to it and thought this is a game changer to be honest the first reason was price i'm a big believer that every time the market has been uh one-upped every time the bar has been raised it's always been uh, it's always been something that the hobbies looked on favorably um but i think i mean the the cards are different they're 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 a different sort of product than we've seen before um you know again the thickness the gold ink i think the the obviously the sheer the number of cards if memory serves it's i think 6142 total cards which equates to approximately 750 to 800 cases um that's that's the rarest product that we've seen and from my perspective, that's really cool. And that's why I bought a couple of cases to sit on for a long time, and then I traded them. <laughs> so um, I didn't want to trade them, by the way. I still feel like where you're able to get the price, the, the, the cases at um, in, in the first place wasn't the worst deal in the world if you could get a good deal on them. Um, I felt like that was a decent investment. I still feel like that's a pretty good investment. I don't know if you can find cases at that price anymore. I kind of don't think you can. I'm being a little bit cryptic because some of us know that you don't always pay what... I'll stop there. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, I think... Let's, let's go back to what I like. Okay, so we talked about the base. Obviously, like the base. Some of the silver is okay. Gold is obviously really cool. It's like 600 bucks worth of gold, and gold's hot right now. Um, and I think those cards are really good looking. Um, but for me, like, the thing that I really like about the product, the thing that hasn't been done before, is the uh, championship tags. 
Uh, it's a set, 10-card set, or I think it's an 11-card 11 card, 11 set, actually. Number t two, which I think is a cool thing. You know, there's a lot of one-on-ones out there. There's not a lot of sets numbered to two. Um, there was a set out of Reflections. I can't remember what it was called. Mirror Image. Mm, I can't remember what it was called. Number to two. Really beautiful set. Had an autograph on either side. Um, but I can't think of too many other sets that are numbered to two. It, it makes it makes completion of the set feasible, yet um, base, close to impossible. Um, the tags on the cards have created some um, confusion so let's talk about that now the tags are from regular jerseys they're not from finals jerseys and once you've seen them like once you know what they are then you have a hard time unseeing them every franchise that has won a championship has these tags in the center of their neck trim on the back of their neck it's yellow and it has next to it, or it has within the tag, an NBA championship, the Larry O'Brien trophy, as well as, I've got one actually right here. I've got a James Harden. I won the one that's sold on eBay so far. Um, it's got an NBA, the Larry O'Brien trophy, as well as how many championships have been won by that franchise. So the one that I'm looking at, James Harden. It's black, beautiful foil, or mostly black, beautiful foil, player uh image on the the left hand side again more good foil and then the the serial number number two out of two in the lower left hand corner um and then the backs of the cards this is this, this just goes for all of eminence the backs of the cards are awesome too it's always a different shot or in most cases i should say it's a different shot than the front white clean um really nice looking card but the thing that I wanted to highlight on this James Harden, and I don't mean to bash my own card, but um, I'm going to be honest here. James Harden hasn't won a championship with Houston, right? So where it, it, when it says two times champion, two, two X, that's because Hakeem won the first one and Hakeem and Drexler won the second one. And that's something that's specific to the Rockets. And if you're a Rocket fan, that's really cool. You know, you, you have something to celebrate in the history of your team. If you're a jazz fan like me, you have no yellow tag on the back of your jersey. You have nothing back there. Um, so it's a way to celebrate the franchise. And I think it is kind of cool and to have that tag there with the James Harden autograph. Obviously, I thought I, I thought it was cool enough to buy it. Um, but it's not specific to him. It's not unique. It's, it, it's not something that makes James Harden great. Now, if he goes out and wins a championship with Houston at some point, then I think this card actually is becomes a lot cooler um, because, you know, it represents, in some ways, it represents, hey, he was a champion. But the majority of the players that are in the set don't have something, don't have a championship. Uh, I know Kobe does, Steph does, Clay does. I wish Dirk Nowitzki was in the set. I am so ticked that Panini figured out a way to not have him in the set because that would have been an incredible card. Um, I think that might be it. I think it might just be those three guys. There might... Oh, no, no. Tony Parker's in it, too. That's four. I should have just opened the checklist and looked at it, but it's not that many guys. And so, you know, we've seen John Wall and Carmelo Anthony and... Like, those guys are important to their franchise, and it is part of their jersey, but it's not the coolest thing 
I don't think, um, to have a championship tag for a guy who hasn't won a championship. For those guys who have won a championship, I think it's really cool. Um, I do wish that everyone had inscribed them. There's plenty of room to inscribe them. Uh, Steph's autograph is a super small autograph in a lot of situations. I saw I saw that card that was pulled on the first day um, on blowout cards for a user in there named Matt, who's a really cool guy. Um, and that card is awesome. And I'm not gonna lie, I tried to get it tried to get it from him. Um, but it, it there's not there's the autograph and then there's there's a lot of empty space and he had just a big beautiful spot to to sign you know something like 2015 MVP or something crazy like that would have been really cool but um, needless to say he didn't having said all that I think the Kate I think the set itself is an awesome set it's not a dual logo man autograph but it's something that's different um, it's something that it's. I think it's something that's unique and um, cool for some of these guys. So that's the big set that I like, that and the base set. The gilded graphs are obviously gorgeous, tons of foil. Um, I picked up a Steph in that set. Uh, again, there's so much space to sign, though. I wish it would have taken more. I actually picked up the Penny Hardaway out of that set, too, the gold version. It's the only one I've seen so far of Penny, and he, um, he inscribed it uh, Penny, so with his nickname, and it was also, it's the number one out of five card out of the set, so it's jersey number two. So obviously I was a fan of that one, and I, that's uh, that's in my collection. Um, not going anywhere for at least a little while. So uh, he, he did it the right way. I wish some of these other guys would have. James Harden could have signed the beard or something like that on this, and that would have made it extra awesome. Um, the other thing that I kind of wanted to mention about this was that um, about this was um, something that's kind of cool to me, and maybe it's just just cool to me. But the the case that the cards come in, the box that they come in, lend themselves to being used again, um, kind of uh, is a way to store your cards, and it sounds weird. Um, but we're card collectors. We're weird, <laughs> so <laughs> I guess I won't I won't worry too much about it. When I was young, I wrote a I wrote a post about this on on the blog uh, a couple of weeks ago. When I was young, I had a little blue box that I stored my best cards in, and it whenever I would get a new nice card, it would become a difficult thing to figure out which card stayed in the box and which card got kicked out of the box because there was only so much room for the good cards. Um, something that's kind of cool about what I'm what I'm doing with my eminence case is I've got a case that has nine slots in it. Four are horizontal and five are vertical, and so I can only fit my nine best cards in there. And I've picked up a few really nice cards, um, and uh, and it's just kind of cool figuring out okay, like how am I going to balance this? Do I keep my 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 favorite players in there, my Stockton and my Malone, or do I keep my big money card in there? Um, and in most cases, unfortunately, because I'm a big sellout, I've kept the big money card in there. Uh, it doesn't mean that I immediately sell the other ones. It just means that um, it's just kind of cool. It's kind of a cool way to, to collect. Uh, and for me, I don't know, it's, it's something that's kind of nice. So this James Harden is going to go into one of the four horizontal sp spots. 
as a clue, uh, it will go in one of the horizontal spots on the front, um, on the front felt tray. If that gives you any hints as to what could be in the back, because obviously the ones that are in the back are the better ones. So next week, um, hopefully, I'll be able to fill those, take some pictures, and get those up on the blog for you. So anyway, um, if you have any questions on eminence, um, I'd love to to talk about to talk about those things. Um, I wish I had those two cases back, man. I do, but. Um, I'm glad that I have what I have coming in the mail, and um, we have a podcast hopefully coming up in the next couple of weeks with somebody else who sees the eminence very differently than I do, like most of you do, <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> um, but I, I do want to talk with him about uh, why he doesn't like it, what he doesn't like about it, I guess. I think he likes some things about it, and uh, we can we can just kind of go at it and... and uh, and see, you know, why each other feels the way that we feel. So, as you can tell, I'm pretty positive on, or pretty, you know, optimistic about it. Uh, I, I like, I like it. It's not perfect. I hope, I know they can do a better job next year. Hopefully, they can figure out a way to put in more of the rookies without cannibalizing the set. And hopefully, at some point in Panini's tenure, we can get a dual logo man autograph. So, uh, that's it for this week. Again, apologies for the things that I promised that I didn't get you guys. Please like, subscribe, blah blah blah, all that stuff. Um, please, if you, also if you have a if you have another high end basketball card collector or just basketball card collector friend, and you think that they may be interested in the podcast uh, or the blog, please let them know. Um, I hope it's hope it's uh, beneficial to you. Uh, and if it's not, let me know what I can do to make it better. Thanks, guys. Have a great uh, week, uh, good four day week, and I'll talk to you guys soon. Signing off for the Basketball Card Podcast, episode number five. Take care.